Hello everybody and welcome to the monthly Wild Ginger Running competition. So uh, I can see that lots of people are watching live already and have written little messages, that's brilliant. Keep them coming and I will read them out as we go along. So what happens here is every month on Wild Ginger Running YouTube channel we have a competition. So um, anything from £400 upwards of trail and ultra running goodies and race places to be won and the lucky winners are all picked from my patrons who are the loyal supporters of the YouTube channel. So today we're going to welcome some new patrons, um, we're going to do some patron shout outs and I'm going to answer a question from one of the top tier patrons. So basically the more support you give the more attention you get and the more sort of influence you get on the channel. So I'll be telling you about some of the stuff we've been doing with the, um, the higher tier patrons as well. Um, so, um, I'll get to some shout outs in a minute, so everybody keep putting your shout outs up on the live chat there. Um, first thing I do need to just remind everybody about, because although we are drawing this Wild Ginger Running competition, I do have a competition running at the moment that anybody can enter, um, and the link is in the film description below, or the podcast show notes, wherever you're listening to this broadcast, and it ends on the 8th of July, and that is to win this fantastic prize of a pair of signature series. Series, Sun God Tom Evans Ultra sunglasses which um, make me look like a giant bug like all sunglasses do but look how cool they are I am going to be wearing these on the Lakeland 50 and over there on my shelf is another pair that you could win so get yourself over to that link which is in the film description below and enter because you've only got a week left um, so that is for everybody to enter and aren't these cool like on top of the head over the eyes absolutely brilliant sunglasses scratch resistant um shady from the sun this little bag is recycled as well and it comes with this really cool um little sort of like almost handwritten letter from tom evans and it says endure and compete which is one of his mantras so this is something that everybody can do that's his little signature there something that everybody can do is um endure so pick a challenge and go for it and compete. And that's not competing against other people, but against yourselves, people. So yeah, get yourself a pair of these by entering my competition. Don't delay. Link is in the film description below. Don't know if I mentioned that. Right, new patron shout outs. So every month I like to welcome the new patrons. Um, hopefully they have joined in the Facebook group because there's an exclusive Facebook group where we all um, share our triumphs, our failures and uh, get advice. And it's just a really friendly, nice, supportive group. So um, we're gonna welcome Graham Hawkins and Maria Knutson from Sweden. They're not both from Sweden, just Maria's from Sweden. <laughs> uh, so welcome. Um, I really like it when people from overseas patron the channel because they often come into the Facebook group and then there's the opportunity for them to share their photos of their local trail running. So we've got um, a lady from Iceland, Thurry, at the moment as well. So um, I've been really enjoying seeing photos of Iceland um, and we've now got Maria in Sweden so it's really nice to see uh, pictures of trail running in there as well. So um, if you are a £10 and above patron, so there's like £5 here and then the next one is £10 where you get like more involvement with the channel. Um, if you're £10 and above you get a Wild Ginger Running buff and I always forget to go and get these. <laughs> Here is an example of a buff. Um, yeah so you get one of these sent to you um, after three months of loyalty. So 
um, people who are going to be getting one of these in August are Stephen Hopkins, Furry and Maria. So all due on in mid to end August, so not long to wait now. And you can wear these on all your races. Don't worry, if you don't want to be um, a £10 tier patron, there's the opportunity to buy other buffs like this. There's This is snazzy pink, um, hot pink, so it's like got a grad on it, it's really cool. Um, hot pink, snazzy orange, and uh, cool blue, or electric blue, I can't remember what I called it. But these are 10, 10 quid on my website, on my shop. I think, the, yeah, the details are in the film description below as well. So those are all the stuff. That's some of the merch you can get. You can also get a t-shirt as well, but you can get merch to show that you support the channel. And just when you go to races or out and about, if someone's wearing one, you'll know that they like the YouTube channel. So you know they're a cool and groovy person. I also asked recently, the £10 and above patrons for some more quick fire questions for my interviewees. So every week we interview um, an elite athlete, a coach or a normal person on the channel, which then becomes a podcast. Um, so I asked the, um, these patrons for um, some quick fire questions for the end. So I'm incorporating those now as well. So you just get a little bit more involvement with the channel. I also asked them who they wanted me to interview in the future. So Andrew Knox wanted Talk Ultra podcaster Ian Corliss. So he'll be on the show on Thursday the 20th of July. Fantastic. Find out all about him. Andrew also wanted someone to chat navigation. So I've booked Sean Bolland, the nav guy from the OM. He's going to talk to us live um, at midday on Wednesday the 23rd of August. Um, Peter wanted me to interview Karel Sabez, Sabez, Sabe, about training for the Barclay Marathons in a very flat uh, home country of Belgium. So I have reached out to him on Instagram, so let's see what he says about coming on the show. Fingers crossed, I will chase him on there. Um, and Tracy Hansen wants to know more about lightweight camping. So I'm going to answer that question just now for you, Tracy, by showing you what I use. And then we'll just mention people on the live chat. So if you want something, if you want me to mention you, if you type in on the live chat, just say hi if you want to. Um, we'll do some live chats just after the camping stuff. And then I'm going to uh, recap on what us patrons have been doing over the month. And then we will draw the competition. This is about the competition. So, Tracy, I've put my computer at a funny angle so that I can stand up and demonstrate some of the stuff that I take with me. First of all, she wants to know about lightweight camping. Oh, I've got her question up here. Uh, ba -da, ba -da, ba -da. Tracy, lightweight camping, question. There we go. Hi, Claire. Something I will be doing in July is camping near to an event, but also traveling to the campsite by train slash public transport. I obviously want to pack as lightly as possible. I know this is something you have experiencing in as you just did a wild camping video. Oh, I've put a link to the wild camping packing and film um, actual film of it in the film description below as well, if you want to see that. Um, she says, maybe some, this is something you can cover. I have a hotel book the night before, which I will be canceling as I have been buying up lightweight camping equipment. Well, it sounds like you're already pretty clued in Tracy, but I will just quickly take you through what I take with me if I was to be going camping before an event. So first of all, you need a big backpack. So this is the Deuter Air Contact Pro 65 plus 15. So the 65, oh, I do need to uh, move this, don't I? So you can see my head. <laughs> so 
65 plus 15. So the 65 refers to this bit here and the 15 is this bit at the top which actually does detach and inside there's some little straps so that you can make this bit into a 15 litre little mini backpack which is super handy. Um, this is a women's fit one, um, it's SL, um, that means women's fit I think. And uh, they do a women's fit and they also provide you with a hairband because all women have long hair. Um, so uh, the back adjusts, so you can have it anything from uh, medium, small and large. You can see there's a scale on the side like that and I have mine around the medium here. You can adjust that. The way you want to fit it is you've got these big hip straps around the waist sort of area. I wear them like over my hip bone type area there. And you basically you fill the pack, then you put, put it on with these arm straps kind of loose-ish. Then you tighten the hip straps so that the weight let's just demonstrate it, is all around the waist um, so that you're carrying it around the waist. So you tighten these up first and, and then you tighten these up. Um, I think um, I've got mine a bit long. I think Steve must have been wearing this backpack. So I need to put it down a bit because you just want a nice curve over the shoulder. So that's basically how to fit a pack in a nutshell. I also really like that this pack has a pocket on the hip strap as well so you can put your phone in there or like little snacks it's got a little zip pocket there on the strap not all of them do um so the first thing then i suppose for camping is a tent so i use a hilleberg tent it's called the nalo 2 i think they still make them it's a very light tunnel tent so that means it's got two poles um, and then the tent is a tunnel shape. So you have to be a bit careful if you're pitching it in high winds, you have to make sure that you don't pitch it like broadside. You have to pitch it with the small side facing into the wind, usually like the feet end. So you just have to be a bit careful about that with tunnel tents. But little tip with tents, you don't have to pack it in your bag with everything in the bag that it comes in. So I always take the poles out and I slide them like down the side of the pack, like inside, obviously. Um, and then ooh, <laughs> you can sort of squish the squishy flesh of the tent anywhere you want. And then the peg bag as well. I would, I would usually take the peg bag out as well and then just slide that down the side as well. Um, but if you are doing that, then make sure you take all three bits. That's the only top tip there because you don't want to arrive with just this, just this one bit and then be like, oh, I have no tent pegs and no tent poles. So that's just a little tip about the tent. Um, you can, this is, I always use a two man tent, even if I am just me, um, just because it's easier. If it rains, you can get your whole bag inside as if it's another person next to you and you don't have to leave it in the porch getting a bit damp. So I hope that helps you out. I'm just seeing, oh yes, Tracy's here watching live. Excellent. This is what you get if you're a top patron. I'm gonna answer top patron questions before every competition draw. Just decided to slight extra perk. Right, um, then with the sleeping bag, I take a, oh no, we haven't covered the sleeping bag yet. Next thing we'll cover is the sleeping bag. So I've got this gigantic like Everest sleeping bag. It's from Mountain Equipment, which is a super good brand. Um, there are obviously cheaper brands available, but this one has honestly lasted me for about 15, 20 years. 
Um, you can wash them. I would recommend going to a laundrette to wash them because they have those huge washing machines. Um, this is called the Snowline Snow Line 750. It is a massive overkill for Britain. I got this when I went to Kyrgyzstan to climb some unclimbed peaks back in, I don't know, 2008 or something like that. 2010, can't remember what it was. Stalk me on Facebook to have a look. Um, and yeah, it's a really big, really warm sleeping bag. It goes down to... Um, it goes from plus 10 to minus 20. So obviously for this summer in Britain, with the current weather situation, it's pretty overkill. But what I would advise with sleeping bags is to get the, um, the warmest one that you think you'll need in general, if you're only going to buy one sleeping bag, get the warmest one you think you'll need because you can always open the zips. So I, you could take this and just open the zips and just, you know, half have it over you if it's a really hot day um, and that would be absolutely fine. I will be camping for the Lakeland 50 and I probably, unless the weather looks like it's going to take a turn for the, for the cooler, I probably will be taking my lighter weight sleeping bag, which is more of a summer British summer sort of European type sleeping bag. So the other thing I will take usually if I'm, you know, it's not too heavy this, this is a, a pillow. I got it free once at a trade show. It's a synthetic filled um, pillow. It's, it squashes down in the pack. It did have a little stuff bag. You could stuff it in a dry bag. It's, it's a bit of a luxury item to be honest because if you were going really lightweight, you can just get a dry bag um, like this. Um, and you fill it full of your clothes um, and then you put um, a jumper on the outside so it feels nice and that makes you a pillow. So you can easily make a pillow out of a dry bag, probably a smaller one than this, but you know, you could always tie it down, roll it down and, and tie it like there, can't you? Or you can just simply stuff clothes into the end of your sleeping bag there um, and just try not to move around when you sleep. So that's what I will take for a luxury item, um, an overkill sleeping bag and a pillow. Um, next, something to sleep on. You have to have something to sleep on, even in the summer, um, and even if you don't mind being uncomfortable, it's good to have something to sleep on because um, the ground can get cold and it basically sucks the life out of you. Um, I've been in situations in Scotland, in the snow, where I haven't packed a Thermarest. I've just gone for you and like, you know the back padding from those OM backpacks? It's called the OM Duo Lite um, and it's basically a piece of, a small piece of foam. Um, I would not advise using that in Scotland in the winter. <laughs> I was so cold. I've never been so cold in my life and um, I thought I was going to die if I hypothermia put all my clothes like under me during the night <laughs> had a really terrible night's sleep so for a good night's sleep i recommend a thermarest this is the pro light women's regular i believe they still sell these um, i could put a link to all these things let me know if you want a link to all these things in the film description below um, this is a self-inflating mattress it does not self-inflate <laughs> you have to give it a few few puffs um, in the, the valve here like so um, it, it self-inflates as in like it will eventually if you just leave it. So when I camp, I sort of like, I'll put it out because you've had it rolled up really squished. Um, so I put it out and I put my sleeping bag on top and then later in the day, I'll come back and, and give it some top up puffs because it does sort of self inflate, but takes a while. So um, that is what I would take a self inflating mattress. You can get a sort of like half size um, or, or a three quarter size for um, making things a bit lighter if you want to. 
but I just tend to take a long one because in the winter you need a long one. So, you know, if, you, if, if you're just gonna get one, get a full length one, I would say. Um, and if, if you do get a three quarters or a half one, you can obviously put clothes down or like you can put, you can actually empty your backpack and put your feet in the backpack. Cause I mean, this is quite padded there. Uh, it's just not as comfy and you know, it can go AWOL in the night. And if you've got any sort of like rain happening and stuff's damp, then it's just, it's not great. If, if this gets damp, it still keeps you warm. So um, it's, it's, you know, it's just a good choice. Right, um, oh, the other tip, sorry, just going back one. I always put my sleeping bag in a dry bag. So this is a big dry bag, you stuff it in, roll it down, and that really compresses the sleeping bag. And so that is the first thing I'll do when I get to the camp is I put the tent up and then I put the thermarest and the sleeping bag out because they, they sort of need to reabsorb the air and become puffy and warm again. So you just um, take everything out that's been squished. Okay, um, what's Tracy saying here? So she's saying, I've bought everything now. I think I will come back and comment on here or on the Facebook group and let you know what I have. Cool, I hope that, I hope it all goes well, Tracy, and I hope these tips are helping you and anybody else watching. Um, then the final thing is cooking. I hope I haven't missed anything. Feel free to uh, write a comment if you think I have. I often take a jet boil. If I'm not too, you know, pushed for weight, I will take a jet boil. This um, is a stove which boils water super fast. So um, this is a really old one. You can get much newer versions and uh, I don't know what, like you can get all sorts of cooking systems with these now. But basically um, it's got these little uh, corrugated bits of metal which transfer the heat super quickly so you take out this is the the burning bit the, and it's got a piezo ignition so you can actually light it like by pressing this piezo ignition i always take a lighter just in case and matches just in case um, and then it also fits a little gas so this is just propane butane it's almost running out so you stick this in here like that and turn it and it, it stays like this it's quite a cumbersome Thing and then you turn it. It's quite long and thin, so you can also get um, legs for these little gas canisters to make things make it more stable, which I would advise getting because you do have to be careful that this doesn't just tip over when you've got it stood on lumpy ground. I cook, if it's bad weather, I cook in the porch. It's got a big porch, this tent. So I cook in the porch. You have to be super careful doing that, but this is one of the better stoves for doing that because you don't get like a huge, like naked flame burning up. This that covered the bottom, that can double as a cup, but I don't tend to use it as a cup because then it's slightly damp for putting it back on and it kind of makes things go rusty. You put the lid on like this. You can only boil water in this. It's called a jet boil for a reason. You can't cook stuff in it like pasta because it will just stick to the bottom because it basically is a kettle. It's like you wouldn't cook eggs in a kettle. Well, some of you might, but I wouldn't cook eggs in a kettle. So you put it on and then you, this sticks on this top and there's a uh, pouring thing there. Can you see there? Um, so you use this bit and this is um, neoprene around the uh, metal, the neoprene surround to the metal um, pan, you just tip and use it as a kettle. So you pour the water out into your bowl. So stuff like couscous you can make, um, porridge, these dehydrated meals I've got here. I've got this, uh, it says best before 19 slash 9 slash 2013. 
but I had loads of these and I ate them on that wild camp and I'm absolutely fine, as you can tell. So this is rice pudding, dehydrated meal. This is the kind of thing you would use a jet bowl for. You pour it into the pouch and leave it for a few minutes. Hey presto, a yummy, delicious meal is created. You can also take uh, bigger gas canisters. Um, I take a cup, I wind gaffer tape around the cup like that. So gaffer tape's super um, useful for just repairing any old thing like um, poles and bits of tent stuff. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to use up all my old gas canisters, so got them there. Um, the, then there's a bowl as well that you can pour things into. I stole this bowl from a trip in, that trip in Kyrgyzstan, actually. Um, and then the other option for camping stoves is you can get an actual pan like this. This is an MSR Titan, um, it's a titanium little kettle it's called. I've burnt the edge, burnt the stuff off the side there. Um, it's got a lid obviously and it fits a large um, butane propane gas cartridge in there. So you can see that it's been well used and what you do with that is get a tiny, tiny stove like this Optimus Crux here and pop that on top of one of your gas canisters. Oh, this is a folding one. So it just folds down like that, folds and then opens. And you've got to fold its little arms out as well so that the pan can rest on top. So that it's just a lighter version of the jet boil. Um, but it's not quite as fast at boiling water. But what you can do with this is you've got varied levels of simmering. So you can make some actual food on here. I still would recommend just boiling water on this and pouring onto stuff just for ease. That's the easiest way to do stuff because then you don't have to like wash up in the wild. Um, you just have to wash up a plastic bowl, which is a lot easier. So that's two different options for that. Um, and then cutlery, I usually use a, a spoony forky thing, a spoon, for, what do they call it, a foon or a spork, something like that anyway. And then I always take uh, a lighter and um, some matches as well, just in case the lighter is run out and I haven't noticed or doesn't work. And then I often take um, this little knife as well. It's just handy for chopping things like, I don't know, if you've got an apple or something, or, you know, you just might need to chop something. Um, it's got scissors as well, which always come in handy for stuff. Um, and I put it all in a dry bag as well, just for ease of carrying it around. So I hope that helps you. I hope those few tips helped you out, um, Tracy and anybody else watching. And if you are a, um, a 10 pound patron and above, then do send me your questions and I will do my very best to answer one on each competition live broadcast. So let's just chuck everything over here. I'll sort that out later and we can get on with what everyone's been up to. I'll do some live shout outs. So if you still haven't put a live comment up, then put one up now if you want me to um, shout out what you've been up to or just say hi to everybody, then we can do that in just a moment. Let's get all that, get that all out there. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to vacuum the room now. <sighs> Oof, grass everywhere. Okay, so let's see who's watching live. Hello everybody. Um, I hope, oh, I can answer your questions maybe about this 
Um, okay, I'll start at the beginning anyway. Right. Peter says, afternoon everyone, heading out for a run. Um, oh, excellent. So he's going to listen to the roar whilst running. Excellent use of time. Um, Severine is here. Hello. She's popping on and off. She's got an appointment. She's going to win all the prizes, definitely. <laughs> Phil says, he's at work listening. Hi, Phil. Um, John says, you can't win all the prizes, Severine. I'm down to my last energy gel, so he's going to have to order some if he doesn't win today. Um, Alex K is also working. At, uh, watching at work everybody everybody's watching at work um and paul says what's the best budget hiking shoes people recommend well i don't really deal much in hiking shoes because this is actually a running channel as you may have noticed from the word wild ginger running so not sure about hiking shoes but shoe wise i recommend the ones that fit you best um hope that helps um, John says he's been doing a daily running streak. Wow, since March the 22nd. Wow, that's amazing. It came to an end yesterday. Hope he's well enough to run today. Oh, good good luck, John. I hope that you're okay. And good luck for your interview at two o'clock today as well. Kurt is here. Hey, Kurt, morning. It's morning over in America. He's running on the treadmill now watching. Excellent. Hi, Kurt. Lovely to see you. Hope you win something today. I'm sure you will. Um, uh, and he says, get better soon. Tracy's here. Um, she's watching live. Tracy is a top tier patron and she asked me the question about the lightweight camping. So I'm glad she's watching live. Sonia's here as well. Hi, Sonia. Um, Tracy's got a cheaper version of the jet ball. Amazing. Good choice. Um, she's liking the tips. Oh, she would have tried to cook in the jet ball. Yes. No, just boil some water in there as much. Yeah. It's just far too hot for cooking anything. Like if you put beans in, it will just burn the beans on the bottom. Um, so, uh, Tracy has been saying spork, Kirsty just said spork, yeah, they were just trying to say what, <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. Um, John Doyle is here, hi John, how you doing? Um, trail running Phil is here, hi Phil. Um, uh, he's been talking to, uh, he's been giving Paul some advice, who was doing his first ever hike on Sunday as a total newbie in new hiking walking shoes. Yeah, no, never do that. Or never, nothing new on race day, Paul. Um, we've got uh, got to walk them in first with a couple of miles just to check you don't get blisters and then put K-tape over any areas that you think might rub. Um, but yes, excellent walking. Um, Paul Linford is here. Hello to you, Paul. Um, Tracy H says, thank you. Uh, she's taken some good tips away. Awesome, Tracy. That is exactly what I planned for. Um, and Trailing Phil uh, says, trail shoes are awesome for hiking. They are. Um, uh, Kurt says, it's earlier here. He's not working yet. Good for you. He's just running. Um, Lots of people are talking about hiking shoes now, so if you do have any hiking shoe comments for Paul, then do type them in. I'm not very familiar with hiking shoes anymore because I just use my trail running shoes to walk in now, if, even if I'm going for a walk, unless it's um, winter, in which case I will wear some hiking boots. Um, but I um, rarely, I rarely use them anymore because it's rarely cold, isn't it, anymore? Um, so I'm just going to open the window because it's really, really hot in here with these lights on. So if you hear some nice bird song, that'll be what it is. It's a lovely day here in Stamford. And I'm going to, before we draw the results of the competition, lots of people are going to win something today. I'm going to tell you what us patrons have been up to this month. So first of all, I think it's very important to mention that we had the Neen Valley races on the 3rd of June. And there I met Lisa Mason 
all these are patron people, Lisa Matron, Tadej Cantwell, Severin Rubitai, and Tony Reeves. Uh, they were all doing either the 10 or the 20 mile race. They did absolutely fantastically. Here is a photo of all of us, apart from Lisa, who um, already left by that point. Sorry, Lisa. Um, I did get a nice photo of Lisa finishing though. That's on. It's in the Facebook group. Um, it was really fantastic to meet everybody. And it just confirms that patrons are all just lovely people who love trail running. I really enjoyed meeting everybody. I'm gonna be there next year too. Um, so it'd be really great if you could all join me. Entries are open already, link in the film description or podcast show notes. And I've taken a step back from actually organizing the race next year so that I can take part in it next year. So I really hope a few of you will join me in camping there over the weekend, really, really um, cost-effective camping and running. I'm gonna do the 20 mile event, hopefully. So, yeah, give it a click in the film description below or the show podcast show notes um, for more information and to enter the race. Hope to see you there. Um, Tadeusz, amazingly, did a 42 kilometers mar marathon. Um, he did 42K of the Morn Mountain Ultra. I'm just going to pop up a picture here of the Morn Mountains, which look absolutely stunning. Quite pointy, um, quite covered in greenery and rocks. Uh, he did, it, it was a very hilly and technical 84K. This was part of the race in Northern Ireland. So just congratulations to Dej for doing half of that really tough race, because that sounds really, really epic and just build it up build it up and you'll get to that 84k um it you know there's no need to rush these things like i just i sort of advise today on the facebook group to do like say make this year and next year like a year of um trail marathon trail marathon distances and, and sort of 50k like that kind of distance and then do that all year and then the following year do like 50 miles plus so um yeah we just can't wait to see how you get on for the rest of the year today well done um, Rich Simpson, superstar, did 200 miles of the line 300 mile ultra. So this is 300 miles that goes from, it's it's based on the Greenwich Meridian Trail and it starts at saint Lemaire in the north. So that's, um, is that like Scarborough area? Uh, who knows where that is? Um, don't tell anyone I did geography at uh, degree level. Um, <laughs> and it goes all the way down to Peacehaven on the south coast. So um, I've popped a picture up. If you're not listening, if you're listening on the podcast, then just have a look on YouTube for any of the pictures that I'm mentioning. Um, so Rich um, DNF'd with swollen, agonizing feet that wouldn't fit in his trainers. I know the feeling, Rich. Um, and this is the first challenge that he hasn't been able to complete. He's done loads of really cool stuff in the past. So he will be back and he's also going to be on the podcast. So do stay tuned to um, on the live broadcast and the podcast. So stay tuned to hear more about this epic um, and watch Rich, what Rich learned from it. I really do think that DNF stories are way more interesting than ones where people have just sailed through having a lovely time with no issues at all. So I think this is going to be a really, really interesting chat. Um, so number four, Mick Suville 
did race to the king in immense heat. There's a lovely picture here of him on the finish line with, with the king at the end. So it's a man decked out as a king with a sword and armor and a big purple cloak and chain mail around his neck. And in that heat, that king must have been sweltering. So I bet he was um, glad that he didn't have to run. But well done, Mick. He came 37th out of 330 or so starters. So congratulations to you. What an amazing event. I, I really want to do one of these race to the Stones King events. Um, I've not done one yet. I've done a lot of running on the Ridgeway, so I think maybe the King one, because that's over the South Downs. That sounds great. Um, uh, Maria says, great goal for next year, for today's. And Lisa Mason says, definitely doing the Neen Valley 10 mile again. It was great, enjoyed it this year, and it was great to meet you and Tony. Awesome, I'm glad that we'll be seeing you again, Lisa. Then we've got a shout out to our amazing coach, Tim. So Tim is the coach uh, from HP3 Coaching and he pops up every month or so on our YouTube channel to give us a ton of really useful advice. So he ran the Lavaredo Ultra for Team Scarpa last weekend, fulfilling his lifelong dream of becoming an elite athlete, which is an especially amazing feat after spending two weeks of his life in a coma um, on multiple surgeries and years of rehab after a car accident 22 years ago. So this is just absolutely amazing, Tim. Congratulations. And we look forward to hearing all about it on your next broadcast, which is the 11th of whatever the next month is, July, <laughs> Tuesday, the 11th of July, I believe. Um, I'll put it in the Facebook group. Congratulations, Tim. Phil Haddock has been doing loads of Lakeland 50 recceing. Here's the latest picture of him and the recce group. They went from Pooley Bridge to Ambleside and it looks absolutely brilliant. I'm very jealous of all Phil's pictures in the Facebook group because he is in the Lake District an absolute ton and I have been there zero times to do zero wrecking of the event uh, but I will enjoy meeting Philip again on the start line. I feel like I've met you before Phil. I don't know if that was just via Zoom over via Zoom like in COVID times, or if it's that you came on one of the patron runs in the Peak District. So yes, I'm looking forward to either meeting you or meeting you again. Uh, number seven, Thurry from Iceland has been training for ultras in the rain and she's sent us some really great pictures so that we can see what the trail running in Iceland is like. Go to the Facebook group to have a look at these. I particularly like this one of her crossing a bridge. Oh no, that's her, that's her face. This is the one of her crossing a bridge. So she's basically um, on a plank, sort of going across a plank on sort of all fours, crossing a river. So that looks absolutely fantastic. It's really nice to see what the trail running is like in Iceland and I would love to go there. Um, it looks kind of Scotlandy. Um, and then here's a picture of her on a different day and you can see more of the snow on the mountains. There's, there's a huge wide valley and there's a, an inlet sort of um, lake and a river. And then there's these huge gray mountains topped with snow. They're quite flat on the top as if something's just skimmed the top off them. They were gonna be pointy, but someone's just skimmed the top off them there. So the really, really interesting landscape, um, sort of Scotlandy, especially with that rain. It did look kind of Scotlandy. I can't wait to go to Iceland someday. Please somebody book me a ticket. Um, Kat did the Cotswold Ultra. Kat's been doing loads as well. Kat's always posting really cool stuff in the Facebook group. Love seeing your pictures. Kat also goes to the races with like the nicest food. She's always posting great pictures of like all the food laid out on the, on the tables of the aid station, making us all very jealous. Um, but Kat took her friend Kay on her first ultra. They both managed to do it despite the boiling hot weather and with Kay's dodgy knee after only 20 miles. So well done to you guys for just continuing. Um, for such a long way um, af with a dodgy knee. So that's, that's really, really amazing. 
um, David Thompson and Jamin Longhurst both did the South, South Downs Way 100 on a very hot 13th of June this year. So this is a picture of David with his medal on the finish line. Um, and he looks in very good condition, actually. Um, fantastic. Well done to you both. Absolutely incredible achievement. Jamin is actually doing the slam, which I believe is all four of the 100 milers from Centurion, running within one year. So good luck for that, Jamin. Two, two down, two to go. Um, possibly see you at the Autumn 100 in October. I've kind of got like a tentative idea that if the Lakeland 50 goes okay, then they're going to let me in to do that one. So um, I have emailed the race organizer, James Elson. It's not just a pie in the sky thing. Um, if he says, I, if I can do Lakeland 50 under 20 hours, then I'm allowed to do the um, Autumn 100. I have no idea how I would get on at that. I probably wouldn't be able to complete it but you know just to see how far I can go would be good um anyway I hope to see you there Jamin or yeah it sounds scary <laughs> so Tony Reeves um of Neem Valley Running fame took the camper tribe camper van that he won in the Wild Ginger Running February competition up to Fountains Abbey Park Run and made a lovely film of it so the film is in the link description the film description below um or the podcast show notes definitely give it a watch everybody because it shows the camper van in full glory and his friends in there um and it just looks like an absolutely wonderful weekend Hannah has been, um, who we interviewed recently, she was the fastest lady on the Pennine Bradaway 270k Ultra, um, joint fastest lady with Lizzie, and she has written a blog about it, so that's also in the film description below and the podcast show notes, so give that a read, absolutely fantastic, Hannah's just like um, blowing it up at the moment, she's doing excellently. Um, Peter ran his longest training run since marathon training nearly two years ago. What a comeback, Peter. That is 22.5k in the bag. Nice running. His next race is in a couple of weeks, so good luck to you, Peter. Sonia Bruce. She has a new half marathon PB of 135.20. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. At Tromso Midnight Sun Half Marathon. She says she highly recommends the event, and she said it was really special to experience the Midnight Sun. I know friends that have done that event, and I thoroughly recommend it as well. It sounds absolutely brilliant my sister-in-law's done it actually she says it's great so well done that is a fantastic pb and pb's all around at the moment because mike Haler got sub sub one hour 43 for his half marathon which is amazing he's only a third of the way through a 12 um uh, a 12 week block of a training plan so this is a photo of him here he's the one in the yellow he's from manx fell runners and he um uh, the film of him and me doing the second half of the manx mountain marathon will be out soon so thank you so much mike again for taking me on that extra bit um and just congratulations on this um pb it's the first time he's paid for a proper training plan so it's definitely paying off he said um so that's absolutely brilliant news well done Dave Grimsell wants a shout out. Oh, sorry, I didn't do Sonia Bruce's picture because it's in the wrong order. There's Sonia doing her PB at the Tromso Midnight Sun Half Marathon. So congratulations, Sonia. There you are looking really strong there in your club vest and with your number to 2019 on. Congratulations. Uh, Dave Grimsell would like a shout out. He is currently clearing his parents out. He needs a little lift. Um, sending lots of big love your way, David. Um, his dad passed away recently, so unfortunately he couldn't make it to the Neen Valley races. He's deferred his entry to next year though, so we will meet there, David. Um, so yeah, just good luck with everything. It sounds like a really tough time at the moment. Um, and yeah, your dad sounds like an amazing guy that would have been super proud of you. So um, I hope that you're feeling okay and, and getting through this tough time. Sending you lots of hugs from all of the patrons. 
Um, so another one uh, who needs a bit of a lift, Caroline has been injured. I'm so sorry to hear this, Caroline. She's recovering after, um, it says facet, I don't know what that means, um, facet and SIJ injections. Also don't know what that means. Sorry, I don't know what that means. I should have Googled it beforehand. <laughs> sorry that I didn't do that, but fingers crossed everyone that they work. She really misses running. I really hope that you can get on the bike or maybe do a swim with those injuries. Caroline, I don't know what you're capable of at the moment, but I really, really hope that it's not the, that you can't do any exercise because that would be enough to send all of us balmy, I think here. So thank you, Caroline, for that as a shout out. And then finally, before we do the prizes, bit of a long one this week, isn't it? Um, Sue Emmett has been doing the arm. She won it as a prize through Wild Ginger Running. She had an absolutely brilliant time up in Grasmere on the arm weekend. That was also the same weekend as the Neem Valley races. So I didn't want to promote it too much, but Sue had a brilliant time there. So well done, Sue. The race is actually on a different weekend this, this time. I think it doesn't clash this year. So, um, so yeah, that will be good. Good luck to John. He's got an interview at two today and you can do it, John. You can do it. Um, good luck also to Sharon Richards doing her first 110K in August. She wants nutrition advice. So don't worry, we've got a Tim chat on exactly that topic on Tuesday, the 11th of August at midday. So give it a listen. We're doing ultra nutrition with Tim then. And good luck to Nadia Federman, who is coming over from Switzerland to the UK here to run Race to the Stones in a couple of weeks time. So if she says if any other patrons are there, she says she's there from Friday if you want to message her and meet up. So hopefully you can meet with some other patrons there. And if not, um, just have a great time. Um, you will experience the wonderful UK heat at the moment. Um, very humid, so take lots of electrolytes. <laughs> Good luck. Um, uh, Pete, Phil Haddock says that we met on Zoom. Yes, it's weird, isn't it, how you meet on Zoom and you feel like you've actually met someone because there's a photo um, or a video. Um, Peter said his wife just did a 100k walk in 48 hours in a pair of Peter Storm hiking shoes so you can get, definitely get good ones on a budget. Ah, great, that's the hiking shoe chat that we're having there. Right, let, we better get onto the competition because Finley's gonna come back any moment and I'm just really worried that, <laughs> that poor Auntie Helen is gonna deliver him back sleeping and I'll be very rude just sat here not being able to answer the door. So let's quickly, quickly do the competition now. We've got loads of really good prizes. Um, first of all, prizes for June. Remember to enter the sunglasses competition, everyone as well, just by the way. Um, 80 Noir Ultra, uh, is this the right? Yes, that's the right one. There's a Go Anywhere flask, a Discovery porridge, and chocolate orange bar chocolate stuff that you make hot chocolate orange with. Um, not that you want that in this weather, you want a cold chocolate orange, don't you, a smoothie. This is worth 50 pounds. Um, and don't forget that patrons have, well, everyone actually, in the film description below, is a discount code for 20% off 80 Noir Ultra, which is the best dark chocolate that I've ever had in my life. So do use that discount if you love dark chocolate. I personally have an addiction. Then, from Ultimate Performance, we have a large hot and cold wrap worth £40. Where is that? Ah, where is it? I think it must be above. Here we are, the Ultimate Performance hot and cold pack. You Basically, you Velcro it around yourself and either you put the hot pack thing, I think you put that in the microwave so that feels hot, or you can have the cold wrap which you've stuck, uh, you've stuck the little packets in the freezer. So you slide them into the wrap thing and then you can tie it to whatever part of body that you want to be cold or hot. Um, there's also gonna be some freeze spray in there um, and um, yeah, some cold gels and some hot, 
some hot and cold gels and some free spray in there. So the whole prize comes to £82. Um, so this is a really wonderful post-race recovery gift. So somebody will win that today. Then we have our perennial Lakeland Trails race place. Every month we're going to give away a Lakeland Trails race place. Lakeland Trails are doing loads for sustainability at the moment. Um, here's a nice picture of everybody like loving the Lakeland Trails. There's three ladies running there in beautiful scenery. There's a lake below, there's mountains behind, and they're all in these lovely pink running packs and these brightly colored Lumo pink, blue and yellow shorts um, leaping around having the best time of their lives on one of the Lakeland Trails races. So that's not an advert for these races then, what is? Um, I've just put the logo in front of my face on the screen, but you stand to win one of these race places up to 52 pounds. Um, and this year is their year of sustainability. It's the 20th year. And if you book five races, you will get one for, um, well, what will you get? Something for free. There's something for free. Let me, let me get back to you on what is for free, but they're doing something free. <laughs> Good promo, Claire. Okay, silver, strive, light, black, 10 litre backpack is the next one up for grabs today. We've actually got a couple of backpacks, um, possibly in this competition. Yes, we've got two backpacks in this competition. So this is, um, it's got stretch mesh. It's for silver's ultra runners. It's got um, loads of pockets up front. It's got two, two, two 240 millimeter soft flasks um, included and an extra pocket just here if you're using one of um, just behind the neck if you're using um, a extra remote battery for your head torch with the wire that comes down because they also make head torches obviously uh, loads of easy access pockets compression cords um, and they're available in um, I think small medium and large something like that um, so yes that is worth 92 pounds um, incredible backpack there up for grabs so uh, then we have the another backpack from Dynafit, um, which is a European brand that I haven't tried that much, but I've got the Dynafit Ultra 100 shoes that I'm trying at the moment, so that's going really well. Um, this has been developed for longer ultra runs. It's 12 litres big. It's worth £115. Um, and uh, there's loads and loads of stretch pockets on the front. It's got um, some 500, two 500 millimeter soft flasks in there as well, and three different stowage options for poles as well, which is super e super good. Um, there's lots of reflective details as well for road safety, a whistle, and it's just built from super light materials. Available in small, medium, large as well. Then the final prize, yep, the final prize, just filling that gap on the screen there where I've put them all up, is Mark Rainsey's Southeast Trail Running Book. So this is 65 great runs in the southeast of England from 5K to 69K. And having a book like that just shows you, just fills you with inspiration. It's like, where can I go? Oh, I can go here, I can go here. If you live in this area or you want to take a holiday to the area, definitely recommend this book. It will open up a whole new world of trail running experiences to you. Okay, let's see who's won then. Finally, 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 let's see who's won. Right, press the blib thing. Okay, it's rolling around. And the first winner for the chocolate from 18 Watt Ultra is Sally Gilson. Yay, Sally, congratulations. Sally is a longtime patron. I met her once at Runfest Run. That was so long ago. I think I met her there. I can't remember. There's so many things nowadays. I can't remember where I met her. I think it was there. And um, it was lovely to meet her. Um, Sally's been a long time supporter. She upped her pledge in COVID and I just was so thank you, thankful for her. Um, yeah, thank you very much, Sally. And um, yes, you can have some lovely chocolate as a reward. Well done. Um, next prize is gonna be for the hot and cold stuff from Ultimate Performance. It's gonna be Trevor Mackey. Well done, Trevor, you have won this. I hope that you're not injured 
but if you ever are, or just want to recover more efficiently, then this is the prize for you. Well done, you have won. This will be winging its way to you shortly. And the, now the race place, Lakeland Trails race place. Bing. Okie dokie, it's Ian. Ian Miller, you have won. Oh, no, is anyone li listening, any of these listening live? No, no one's listening live this week. Oh, I love it when people are listening live and they win. Um, it's Ian Miller. Well done, Ian. I will be emailing you and you can choose a race from Lakeland Trails and um, go over to the Lake District and run a wonderful race. Um, uh, right, let's go for the Silver Strive Light Black. Let's see who's won this. Bing, okie dokie. Right, it's Kurt Steed. Kurt, are you still listening? Are you still running? Have you got us on on the run? Kurt, if you're listening, you've won a backpack. Yay! Kurt's won loads over the years, haven't you, Kurt? I think you won the head torch, didn't you? The silver, the coveted. Oh my goodness, this is another silver thing that you've won. I'm sure you won the head torch one one time as well, didn't you? So yeah, another silver thing to add to your collection here, here, Kurt. This will be sent to you all the way from the UK or wherever silver send it from. Okay, Dynafit Ultravest. Oh, bing. Okie dokie. It's gonna be Mark England. Who? Coincidentally, I also met at Run First Run, I think. I'm sure you were there with your wife. So congratulations, Mark, you have won this backpack. I hope it comes in handy. It will be on its way to you shortly. Um, now, the last one is the book by Mark Rainsey. Let's see who's won that. Oh, Kurt's Day saying, oh, wow. Okay, I'll put that up now. Kurt's like, oh, wow, yeah, you won something again, Kurt. Yee-hee all the way to the United States. Um, so, oh, someone wants to win this book. Mark says, being a Southern chap, that book will come in very handy. Best buy. Um, is this actual Mark Rainsey who's writing this comment? Possibly it is. <laughs> Cunning, if it is. But no, Mark that's written in on the live chat, no, you haven't won the prize. The prize is gonna go to Jamin Longhurst, who is doing that Grand Slam. Oh my goodness, this is gonna come in super handy for you, Jamin. I don't know where you're based, but I hope that this will come in super handy. I will find out where you're based um, because we'll need to send your address to the author so he can post you one. But um, hopefully you don't live too far away from the Southeast or you're planning a holiday there soon. Right, that is fantastic. Um, um, hope, uh, don't worry if you haven't won. There's next month, every single month, we have a competition to win, like about six or seven prizes from six or seven prizes, um, uh, like all, like loads of really cool prizes every single month. So if you haven't won this month, you just have to be a patron for about a year and then you probably definitely win something. That's how I think, if, if you're a patron, if you've been a patron for a year and you haven't won something, then message me on Patreon because I might need to just send you a bonus little something if you've not won. I write down when anyone anyone wins, I write it in, in your patron notes so I know if you've won or not. So if you haven't won anything and you've been a patron for a year, then please do contact me because I will send you a consolation prize. Um, so Kurt said, hey, yeah, I did win the head torch after a lot of begging for it forever because that's, that's what made you win, Kurt, <laughs> definitely. No, your name came up in the little trundly thing and yeah, uh, everyone here loves it. Yeah, well, it is a great head torch and congratulations for winning it. And now you've got another silver thing to add to your collection. I need to take your name out of the hat, don't I? You keep winning stuff. Um, Sonia says, congratulations to the lucky winners. Oh, that's very kind of you, Sonia. But, um, very, very diplomatic and lovely. Okay, now don't be disheartened because in July we have even more prizes for you to win. We have £464. You just have to become a patron and you are automatically entered. And I can categorically tell you that as per now, there are a hundred patrons. So 
it's got a really good chance of winning. You've got a much better chance of winning than winning the lottery. So, you know, and if you're a patron for a year, you'll probably win something. And if you don't, just message me and I'll send you something. I've got tons of stuff back here. So like, I'll just send you something. Okay, right. Uh, next up, we've got the 80 Noir Ultra. More stuff from 80 Noir Ultra. We've got an adventure pack from them, which is worth 60 pounds. It's on the screen now. It contains loads of bars, one of those little flasks, some beads to make the hot chocolate or the smoothie with, and the little dark chocolate bars as well. So that's worth 60 pounds, and that is a fantastic prize. Then, very exciting, we've got some Bridgedale socks. Now, as a patron group, we did test out some Bridgedale socks a little while ago, just before COVID actually, um, and they are excellent and they last a very long time. So we've got five pairs worth 50 pounds um, for one lucky winner next month. Then we have our Lakeland Trails place as well. That is, where's that logo gone here? There we go, that's in front of my head now. So there we have a Lakeland Trails place. You can choose whatever race, whenever you like. They have races throughout the year and you can choose a race place up, worth up to 52 pounds. So I think that's everything apart from like the Ultra and the other really long one that they do. So yeah, loads of choice there. They do anything from 10K to like marathon, um, 50K, so yeah. And I'm sure if you wanted to do the really long one, you could just like pay the difference and that could be 52% to 52 pounds discount for you. So, so that would be great. Um, then we have another ultimate performance prize. Um, oh, let me just uh, remember what that was because um, the PR lady did just email me about it. She would like to give us some small but essential accessories. So she's gonna give us a load of waist belts and bottles and laces and maybe some, you know, those little hydration bottles that you have in your hand. So that's gonna be a prize worth about anything from 50 to 80 pounds. So I will, I, I will just put the cold wrap there just, just to remind us that we've got something from Ultimate Performance. I'll just pop that there. Um, then, oh, very exciting prize. We've got a pair of earphones from Clear, which I'm just testing just here. So these, let me put it up on the screen. Um, these are the Clear Arc Sport 2. So I'm testing these at the moment. Um, I won't tell you because I've gone far too long now on this broadcast, so I won't tell you much about them. But um, but here they are. They're headphones that um, go, they're not bone conducting. Like, where are my bone phones? Oh, I think they're downstairs. Um, yeah, they're not bone conducting, so they don't, they go over the ear and sort of half in the ear, but they're not bone conducting, so they don't put the sound through your bones. Um, they put, they're like, like in-ear headphones, but they just sort of stick half out of your ear. Don't know how to explain I'll think of a better way to explain them before I do the actual review. Um, but they're a very interesting um, concept and, you know, just a, a different, different way of, of doing things. So um, I'm just, there's a sticker on there. I'm just trying to stick back on. Um, yeah, so these are really interesting and they're giving us a, a pair to win. They're worth 200 pounds. Oh my God. If you're just going to be a patron for one month, like just pay five pounds and you might win these. So yeah, there we go. Um, uh, yeah, clear headphones or arc two sports worth 200 pounds. Someone's going to win that. And finally, we've got Steve Chilton's audiobook. So Steve Chilton was um, on the channel recently. Oh, where's this book? I'll put it there. Um, he was on the channel recently and he was um, 
yeah, he was uh, telling us about um, women trail runners, uh, the history of women in the fells and how they had to really fight to get, um, you know, to get recognition, to get noticed, to be allowed to race, which is just balmy. So he's giving, um, and so we interviewed him recently on the channel. I'll try and remember to put the link to that talk in the film description below because there's loads of really interesting things, um, interesting stories that he had about all the women there. He's interviewed loads of them. Um, really annoyingly, I couldn't get that to upload as a podcast. So I'm really sorry that that's not available yet as a podcast. I am working on that. Um, but you'll, you can only listen to it on YouTube at the moment. But I do have podcasts via YouTube. So hopefully you can listen to it there as well. Anyway, that's worth £20. And it's available as an audiobook. So um, right, uh, let's have a look at some of the live chat. Oh, so that's everything that you can win. Yeah winning so um kurt is back he says yeah i did win the head torch lol after begging for it forever oh yeah no i read that one didn't i um uh, oh yeah no i read that one um mark says he's spending his 60th recovering from a hernia op and watching the ginger runner does it get any better the ginger runner is the american dude i'm wild ginger running i hope you're not watching the ginger runner he is rubbish no he's not i really love the ginger runner i would love to interview ethan um and i watch all his gear reviews um, very regularly because he, he often has quite the same opinions as me on all the gear, so that's really funny. Um, right, Kurt said, haha, I didn't mean that's why I won it, just that every month I would hope to win it and probably joked about it a few times. Yes, he did. Yeah, I remember Kurt, you were like, I want to win it, I want to win it, I want to win it, and then we were all super happy when you did actually win it the one time. I was like, ah, oh, finally. Um, so yeah, that was a really happy moment for all of us. David Thompson says, surely it's my turn to win something, ha ha ha. Okay, David, I will check on the patrons thing and I will see if you have never won something. And um, if you haven't, then I will put in a good word with the prize gods or I will just send you something. So yeah, everybody, no one goes home empty-handed on Wild, Gin Wild Ginger Running <laughs> channel. Mark says, oops, sorry. No, don't worry about it. I'm just kidding with you, Mark. <laughs> you, as, as long as you're watching some kind of ginger runner on you, YouTube, I do not mind. There's another ginger runner that I met at the UTS 50k, Chris Branch, that's his name. He was doing UTS 50. He's got a YouTube channel. He is a osteopath, chiropractor, one of those kind of things. And he does a channel as well. Um, so, so yeah, watch all ginger runners. Ginger people are the best people to watch running, in my opinion. Anyway, that has been the longest competition I've broadcast in a long time. I hope the new format with a little bit of answering a question first and then going through all the, the nice patron achievements was a nice thing for you to listen to. Um, let me know, give me feedback, see if you like that kind of thing or if you just want me to get on with the, get the hell on with the competition, Claire. Just let me know um, what you like. Um, if you're a patron, I'll listen to your opinion. If you're not, then I will not. <laughs> if that's not an incentive to sign up, then what is? Okay, um, thanks guys. Gotta go and see if uh, Finley is sleeping in the utility room below, planted there by Auntie Helen, super childminder. Um, and I will see you soon. We've got, I'm doing an adventure race with Quest Stars in the Cotswolds this Saturday. So that's my a film that I'm making next. The next film on Monday is gonna be the Manx Mountain Marathon day two with Mike Haler, who um, we've just had um, reports of his amazing PBing on his half marathon. And then we've got patron Lloyd Watkin. He just completed the MDS uh, Marathon de Sable. We have not had anything about the Marathon de Sable on the channel yet. So he's gonna be on on Wednesday at midday. Um, so we'll be doing quick fire questions to him from the top tier patrons. So 
If you've got any questions, then just ask me on Patreon. I will get back to you. You've got perks as a patron. Your perks are to have more co close contact with me, more close contact with influencing the channel. So just tell me what you want and we'll get it done. Okay, right. See you, everybody. Have a great month and um, yeah, enjoy your running. Bye.